Episode of Money Lab. I'm your host Matthew coming at you with a batch of greasy Jivanisi, and today we're talking about prioritizing projects and what to do next in your business. Joining me is the founder of ListenMoneyMatters.com and the co-host of the Listen Money Matters podcast, Andrew Fiebert. Uh, what's up? I, I, <laughs> I'm, I am I done introducing you as all the things, or you like it? You, you think it's cool? I mean, dude, it, it builds me up. Yeah, I'm all about the ego. Right. Um, I, I just want to say that I learned the other day. I was complaining about how greasy my face is. <laughs> yeah, and, what? Uh, yeah, no, it it uh, fights wrinkles, which is why there are no wrinkles on my nose. No, are you kidding me with that? No, That's seriously, a... like wrinkles come from when your face dries out, dude. And everyone, this is from get... two separate women telling me this, which oh, is so like, it must be true. Every, it's like Nostradamus telling you things. Yeah, I your mean, data like, sample is huge, <laughs> right? And and clearly you know about these things because right. and were they dermatologists? No, because <laughs> yeah. those people are like chiropractors, you know. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I was going to say like fake doctors, but actually, <laughs> <laughs> I go to I go to dermatologists often. Yeah, so I I do believe in that. You do believe. Um, how's business? Not your face. <laughs> your face uh, grease. You know, it's good. We we took like a week off. We both had yeah. like a crazy week last mm-hmm. week. And uh, I think it allowed us both to like think just mm. about things. Um, and I, 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 I'm already pretty pumped. I got a ton of stuff done yesterday. I think we're on the same page with like a lot of good ideas. Yeah. So uh, that that's good. Like baby steps. Yeah, I I am coming down from a slight cold, if you can tell in my voice. Last week I was we had a bunch of people over um who were all sick. I mean, a, a party and like everybody who came over was sick. And I'm usually pretty I have a pretty decent immune system knock on wood. Mm. And so like Usually I'm not affected by that stuff. Like I've I've been around I can be around sick people and not get sick. But not this time. There was way too many in our oh. house and it, it and the temperature dropped. Like yesterday it was like thirty five degrees here. Oh wow. And raining. So it's yeah, it's not a it's not it's it's nice because it's like fall and cold and I enjoy that. I enjoy this weather. It's just like not when I'm not when I'm having a, like in the middle of a cold. But it wasn't like debilitating it was just like eh, it's just there you know kind of just hanging around but i was still able to function drink i was drinking all weekend my dad was flew in town so like yeah i really did not uh, take care of myself quote unquote. <laughs> so so yeah i'm sucking over colas and i didn't get any work done because uh yeah it was just a week off i had i literally just had people in town that i had to you know entertain for most of the time so you are the entertainer I am the entertainer, yeah. I'm glad that you know that song's called The Entertainer. I can play with one hand only on the piano. Oh, there you go. Because the other hand that would also be playing it, I don't know how to do that part. Okay. That's <laughs> great talent. Mm. So yeah. uh, let's, get, let's get to our sponsor. Our sponsor today and every day this month uh, in our marketing burst. Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners 
in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math. And MoneyLab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, MoneyLab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right, so uh, today we're going to talk about how to figure out what to focus on or and or what to do next in your business. And I've gotten this question a lot, like how do you know what to do what if, what to what you should be doing every day is really the question. And I think what's interesting is that while we've always thought that we've known like in reflecting backwards. Yeah. Like we've gotten better, but like you know, you never really know. And so that we put a bunch of pieces in place to Yeah. I think it's always a um it always changes and you evolve. Like I would say that you want different t- things. Yeah. Even today, I still make a lot of mistakes on what to on, on prioritizing things to do and and get what out to focus of here. On next. Yeah. <laughs> so one, I mean, so one of the things that I've done um, that I think is super helpful is this idea of writing things down before you actually do them. And I'm very impulsive. I can be impulsive. You know, if I have an idea right now, mm. I would probably like just tell my team or literally just start working on it like right this second. I also have uh, like shiny object syndrome. Yeah. Where, like yeah. you've discovered this thing and super exciting. Yeah. Yeah, you might like be on Twitter, you see a uh, somebody's using this new like this new software and you're like, "Oh, let me go check it out." And then you check it out and you're like, "We got to be on this software like tomorrow." And then you, that's <laughs> all you do is focus on and you don't you don't th- you don't really think about it, you don't put time in it, you don't scrutinize it and so um, similarly, uh, you know, we, you know, we do a podcast with some money matters together and, and a personal finance tip that I've actually used and still continue to use is I used to be a very impulsive buyer of things, mm. right? So I would, I would just like, and a, an impulsive projector, right? I would just, but I would just like start, you know, if I was yeah. sitting here right now, I'm like, and this is really bad now that Amazon's like a thing, but I, if I'm like, oh, I want to, um, you know, make a beat. On, I'm just like looking around my room like what can I oh, I just want to buy something like I can literally pull up my phone and just buy it on Amazon like boom done mm. or you know run out to the store and go buy it <coughs> we were talking about a pizza stone and oh. in the course of a, like 30 seconds to 90 seconds I already owned one like I mean like literally right. just bought it like it just yeah. so the, the trick there to, to curb impulsive spending is to instead of buying it just write it down in a list that you call you know your, your 30 day spend list or whatever Whatever you want to call it. But the idea is that, like, write it down. And that act of, like, at least doing that is it is that you are taking some sort of action on the idea. Mm. And it's in a place that you can reference back to. And with the with the spending thing, at least, by the end of, like, you, 
you kind of forget that you wrote it down because, like, you know, in two days, like, the, the idea just kind of goes away. You cool and, down on it. Yeah, you cool down on it. And in 30 days, it's like you look back at your list, you're like, oh, yeah, remember when we wanted a pizza stone? <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, isn't it just easier to, like, make go get pizza? You know, or, like, you just scrutinize it. And so I, I started um, – you need, so this is like part of uh, you know what's that GT getting things get, done yeah getting things done Paul Allen I believe that's no, not it can't be Paul Allen David Allen yeah and uh, like yeah so the idea is like have a collection point in your process whether that's like uh, for me it's Apple Notes or the Reminders uh, app on the iPhone and just getting it out of your head because you have to keep thinking about it to right. remember it you almost become like, obsessed with doing it yeah even if it's not important. Yeah, and one of the other things I use too is um, I do I always write it down, and never and try not to impulsively act on it. But the other thing I do is usually an idea is worth pursuing if it will just never leave your head. It is just <laughs> always just kind of rises yeah. to the top for like a year. But you've never done anything impulsive like project wise before, right? Like you've never gone ahead and done like a multi week, perhaps multi month project. On a uh, whim. Yep, I'm. I'm that. I am that infallible. I've never made a mistake. I've never. I. 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 We wrote this down before we jumped on, and it was like, you were asking me, like, have you, like, what have you done that's impulsive? I'm like, and I. I recently, I was like, well, you know, like, I wanted to switch over from a Facebook page to a Facebook group, and I immediately like told my team, like, we're switching, and then like a day later, I was like, no, we're not switching. All right, never mind. Like, because I, I thought about it, but the one thing. I remember uh, – I don't – to be honest with you, I really don't remember how this – like the, the lineage of how this idea came about. But very early in the Swim University days so, – So you were like blackout unfocused. Yes. I was <laughs> I, I, I think – oh, I was – all right. Here's how it came about. I remember I was – doing a lot of infographics for some university. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to do infographics that would be very Pinterest-like friendly, that people would pin and repin a lot of. And I found this, you know, yoga is a very big thing on Pinterest, uh, among women on Pinterest. And so I was like, oh, well, you could do yoga in a hot tub. That makes, that you could do that, right? Like, can I, can I coin this thing? And I... Looked up some other people that were doing it, but I really there was like one other um, YouTuber who was doing hot tub yoga, and and I was like, let me pull up my thirty day list real quick. Yeah, right. Research hot tub, hot tub yoga. yoga. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I I went and I was like, so I created this infographic called Hot Tub Yoga, where it was like all these like poses that you could do in a hot tub. And basically, what I did was I found. I, I'm not I don't do yoga personally, but I would find yoga moves that your head never went below your waist, right? right? So that you could stand up in a hot tub and do it. And I and that that idea came from hot yoga, which was like a, a which is a real form of yoga where like they turn up the temperature to like 104 degrees in a room and you basically just sweat, but because you're hot, you're more like malleable, like pliable as a person, I guess. Huh. I don't really know. To me, it's I always thought thing. it was like a weight loss thing or something. I, no, I don't think it's really what it's for, but I it sounded super dangerous to me. I'm like, I don't want to do that. It's like <laughs> it's like working out in a sauna. But then it was like, oh, hot tub yoga, right? So I created this infographic that's super well, and then I was like, oh, dude, I could do like a series of 
videos, you know, like hot yoga videos. But I don't do yoga, and no one wants to see me doing yoga. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, that's a way to how to nuke your brand right. in one month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I reached out to the one YouTuber that was on, that was that was doing it, and I was like, hey, I, I own this site. Um, I do video. Do you, would you like to do it? We'll team up. And she wanted money. She wanted like ten grand to come out, and I was like, oh not, my we're god, we're not doing that. Mm. So I ended up. Uh, going down this road of creating a hot tub yoga DVD for sale, basically. And where uh, can we buy this? You can't <laughs> buy it anymore. I, I did have it up up until like two years ago. Look, dude, there are going to be a bunch of people who want to buy a hot tub yoga DVD from the yoga expert, Matt Givanese. Yeah, of swimuniversity.com. <laughs> can, can you at least put up like a unpublished thing on swim university so if people go to a url like okay go to swimuniversity.com slash dvd no don't do that no no do it, it do it it's not gonna be there no <laughs> i want to see if i actually want to see if it's still there and i think it's gone yeah so it was swimuniversity.com slash hot tub yoga hot dash tub hot hush hot dash tub dash yoga but no it's not there anymore uh yeah it sold Maybe three or four copies total. I'm so it was ten dollars. I sold it on Gumroad. I, 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 you know, I. It was very well done. Like we had a, we had uh, a three camera shoot, two cameras, uh, a close up camera. No, I'm sorry, a four camera shoot. We had a direct on camera, a rogue camera, and then we had GoPros in the tub, so we could you could see what you were doing under the water. Which so I had this one. Um, this one girl who who taught yoga and she was professional. She had a, like she had a certification, and she developed the entire program. And my friends, my friend had a very large hot tub, like an oversized uh, hot tub that we used, and we did it outside. And it's well edited. My dad wrote all the music for it, and uh, yeah, it was, it was good. And it was I, we it was ten bucks. And and only three people were willing to spend ten bucks. Yeah, for it. it was wow. just a real like. It was you know it was a it's a class, classic example of you know jumping on a trend and not and it not fitting with what your company really does. Like my company, we teach people how to take care of their pools and spas. We don't teach them how to lose weight or get healthy in a hot tub. Like it's just not what mm. we do. And yeah, I was just jumping on a trend and I went really far into it and. You know, in hindsight, like, yeah, like the, I think the big difference between us is I am not one to jump on hot trends and I really couldn't come up with an example. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I pretty much said, like, I don't know if I've done this before. Yeah, and then I was like, uh, what do you know? Your co-working space. Yeah. I was like, ah, damn it. I don't even know how that came about, to be honest. Um, I, I was still working at iHeart and. I wanted a place to. I, I I couldn't get a coffee shops and get a or I couldn't get a seat in a coffee shop. Oh, it's so crowded. And, yeah, and like it's like so hot in Hoboken, like all this co-working shit. Oh my there, god! There, so, there is a lot of places you're saying, right? Well, there's a lot of coffee shops where yes. people like basically fight for seats, but there is no co-working spaces. Oh, and, and like just like a WeWork type of thing. Yeah, and and you know, spoiler alert, because it doesn't really make sense. You, know, you can't pay like twenty five thousand a month for a place that maybe could pull in thirty thousand in overpriced seats. Right. Um, 
So yeah, I spent I spent months on that. Why? Got, well, like what? So you did it was totally your idea from the beginning, or did it did it pop in your head somehow? Like did some outside influencer be like, "Yo, you know where the money's at?" And you're like, "Yo, <laughs> shit, yeah." Well. So what happened is like Laura and I wanted to do Because you're this. doing, by the way, you're doing Listen Money Matters at the time. Yeah, I'm doing Listen Money Matters. Have like a you have a business. Job. This is, yeah, okay. Yeah, like uh, you know the whole thing. You always need more or another right. thing. Your another business thing. is no longer good enough. Right. And so we started this thing and then we told our friends mm-hmm. and then they were like, excited about it. And so they you know, got on board and we were having like meetings to do this and they put up a website and then this guy who is like some executive at Yelp reached out to me and I had a beer with him and then he wanted to be uh, uh, an investor in it and just, it really got out of control. Um, and then we proceeded to spend days writing a business plan that would involve him giving us a stupid amount of money with like no guarantees and he didn't do it. Wow. So how long did you waste, you think? How many like... It easily spanned like three, four months Jeez. and like... Most of the time that we spend with these friends who we are still friends with were like us designing business cards. Because, you know, that's right. always oh, the first man. thing you need right. to do. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. Yeah. That's uh, so you regret doing that. Yes. It was a waste. Yeah, it was a waste. And we almost lost friends in the process of like, yeah. So I was dumb. And, and there was no other reason for doing it besides wanting just money. It, it was completely money driven. It was yeah. like, and the whole thing is, I didn't want to be behind the desk or ever be at the co working place. Right. Laura didn't want to be on the desk. You know, so none of us actually wanted to do the thing. We're just like, oh my God, this millions, right. billions. We're going to make right. billions from this. Yeah. Um, well, one of the things that I've adopted over the uh, last two or three years is, uh, this is not going to sound, I mean, journaling. I'm just going to say it. Mm. Because I journal every day. I try to, at least. I use Day One app, which I think we talked about on another episode. And then at the, but the, the real thing is, is that at the end of every month, I, I go and So you I, didn't I, buy I, the journal from that podcasting guy? <laughs> <laughs> I did not, no. I don't like writing things down on paper. What am I, what is this, 1921? <laughs> I was like, where's he going with this? I don't Night? know. They didn't have paper in the 1920s. Yeah, yes, they did. It was, it was papyrus. They were smoking their jazz cigarettes, flapping, listening, doing the doing the Charleston <laughs> speakeasies, writing things down. So I, I, I have this thing called the Entrepreneur Journal that I just, it's just a Google Doc. Every month I create a new Google Doc for the month. I go through my daily journal and I go through Asana, like the things that I've accomplished, and I basically just bullet point everything out. Like, okay, um, for some University, what did I accomplish? For Money Lab, what did I accomplish? For Listen Money Matters Now, what did I accomplish? For Brew Cabin, what did I accomplish? Just bullet points. Mm. And then in the second page, I have Rosebud Thorn, which Rose means... Like Rosebud Thorn? Like or, Rose, mm-hmm. comma, but oh, I, I actually when I was messing with you before, I I guess I still didn't even get it. Oh, I did Rose Bud Othorn. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, R- Rose, Rose, like the rose, right, the like bud, a completed flower. Uh, yeah, the bud or what a rose will become, mm-hmm. and a thorn, which is the you know, the thing that sticks you, the rose is like, you know, defense mechanism. So the idea here is really just rose. 
what went well in the month of September, October, whatever, the month that you just had? What went well in your business? You know, did you grow more? Did you make more money? Did you hire somebody new? Did you get, you know, picked up on a huge site and get a bunch of traffic? Whatever, whatever those things are, kind of extrapolate that out. Thorns are what went shitty, you know, so you write like those Hot Tub things. Yoga DVD. Yeah, didn't sell, only sold three <laughs> copies. Uh, not, sh- yeah. Um, and, you know, or like had to let go of somebody or, you know, uh, you know, didn't, you know, was sick all month, couldn't do anything. I don't know, like whatever it is, you write those down. You're honest with yourself. You're the only one, you're the only one looking at it. And then Bud is what am I going to focus on in the next month? And that's all, oh. these are all bullet points. And so I, I usually just try to write no more than three things and per, some, per day or per no for, per thing. So like, you know, three things that were great, three things that were bad for the month. Yeah. For the month. And then mm. three things I plan on accomplishing the next month. And I, and I only reason I like doing that and using that as a, as a way to like, you know, sort of, cause it helps you to distill ideas. It's like mm. you can reflect on the month that you just had and your thorns are the things that you wish you would have done. And at that moment, you're you're sitting there like reflecting, and then you can go, "Oh, you know what? I think is important right now. Next month is the thing that I didn't do the month before that I know I need to be doing, or you know, whatever." Like hearing the thorn piece, so mm-hmm. so I take like some notes. I try and like track wins or milestones. Yeah, I have this like whole roadmap concept in my head, but I've never done like the thorns aspect, like things that didn't work, yeah, or things that didn't get accomplished. Or, you know, and I guess uh, as a result, I'd actually never learn from those. Or I, right. I learn, but I forget. And I, I, my life is like a s- vicious cycle of doing the same thing. So I should probably. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I do. And then once I like I have that, like pretty much like with the 30 day list thing and the Rosebud Thorn thing, like I have like a, a pretty decent list of ideas and now it's time to curate them. And so I'll run them by other people. Mm. Uh, you right now are like the most, um, I'll get to my answer the quickest. Assholeish person you know. Yeah, which that's is... true. Well, yeah, well, no, you're the most, you're honest. Mm. And you know, you are, you own a bit, you own the similar business to me. Mm. Um, you're from the East Coast. You have a, you have a bite to you, which is, which I do as well. And we are not afraid to tell each other, uh, that's stupid. <laughs> like, mm. or like just give our, very honest opinions. It, it comes across very, you know, asshole-ish, and to use your word. But, like, I like that. I, I thrive on that. Oh, same. And I, I love... I love questioning everything in life. Like, why? Why the fuck do I do that? Why should I do that? Who said? Who said that? Who, <laughs> who said... Who's, why is that the best practice? I, yeah. No. I, let me do my own research. And so, like, sometimes you'll, I'll come to you and say, like, I have this idea or, or, you know, hey, I'm thinking about working on this next. And you'll, and you're like, what the hell is that? Why the, why the fuck are you going to do that? What do you mean? You know? Mm. And, and then it's like, sometimes I'll go, you know, we'll have an entire debate about it. And I'll be like, all right. Yes. Okay. I agree with you. You're right. You're right. Um, but then sometimes, and then when you say that, I almost always say those are my two favorite words. Yeah, those and are I really favorite, harp yeah. on being right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you love that. But then sometimes I, I, I don't, I don't remember. This happened recently, and I, 
I don't remember what the thing was. Maybe you can, maybe you'll remember. But I remember having an idea. You questioned it. You were like, no, dude, blah, 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 blah. And so, but I, it allowed me to like think of the alternative. But then I doubled down because I was like, no, no, no. And then I said something else to you like, no, what, what about this? And then I eventually got you to come around to my way of thinking. And, but that helped me like flesh that, out the yeah, idea. Yeah, flesh out the Right. Right. And I think you, you know, this is what masterminds are, right? Is you, or what they what, should be. Or what they should be. Because I will talk to, because I have, you know, like my team, really my team, I, I'm Michelle. When I talk to Michelle, Michelle is very much like you. She's like, she will, she'll question it first or go like, or she'll just say, yeah, that's, yeah, of course we do. I mean, if it's an obvious thing, then. Right. Yeah. Uh, where Steph, Steph is also a questioner, because I talk to Steph as well. Um, and she might give me an entirely different perspective, which will be more um, maybe like, do you even want to do that? Like, mm-hmm. is that going to, are you going to get stressed? That, like, it's more of maybe an emotional side of things. She and also so, gets that side of you. Right. So, yeah. If so you're going to be like, like in a shitty mood for months, she probably doesn't want you to do it. Yeah. And I also like, I, but I've gone to masterminds. And again, I, I know you and I have had the similar, like, um, n- not a very good, good experience unfortunately similar yeah yeah where it's just like we're we're kind of we we ended up just talking ourselves in or out of things and the group really it's a hard thing to offer perspective because one you would have to trust everybody equally and they would have to be doing the same thing you're doing because you can get all need to have at least an equivalent strength of personality right where you are uh, a loud social person and yeah. you could easily talk over and blah, blah, blah people, but that doesn't imply consensus. Sure. And so like, and I, I feel the same way where I want like pushback, but there's no one really who does that besides right. you and Laura. Right. And, um, but basically you've created, you've, 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 uh, that's a way of, you know, curating your own little mastermind, mm. you know? It's not. It's not all w- one day, hour on the internet. You're all discussing. It's you've picked in your life the ones that have given you the best advice, or at least have pushed you in the right direction, and gone. I want more of that instead of like trying these new groups each time. Because maybe the because that maybe a mastermind group, one person is really good in there, mm-hmm. but the other two or the other however many are not, and you're. And it may and it may hinder other people from speaking out or 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 whatever. And again, like everyone's trying to help you figure out your own thing. But I I, I worry about this with coaches, like business coaches, because what business coaches do this is why I will never, I don't ever want to have a business coach. You did though at one point. No, yeah. I never did. Oh, okay. Um, I, th- I thought there was someone that you were talking to about. Okay, maybe it was someone else. Anyways, no. So from my understanding. And I've, I've, no, I talked to one guy as a business coach, but it was just like a consultation. Mm. And I, it was, it felt good. It's like therapy, but for business owners. No, it's coaching. Right. I guess I've never played sports really. So I don't know if I get what, I mean, I played sports, but I suck. So no one wanted to. Here's the way I look. Yeah. Here's the way I, I, I think of it. It's an amplification of your own desire. That's what they're doing. They're there to push you into your own direction. 
So if right? like you were hot on the trail of hot tub yoga DVDs, they would push they you would to get help it done. you get to the hot tub yoga DVD completion. I, yeah. Now, regardless of if it is. Well, here's the thing. I'm lumping all business coaches into the same thing, right. which is unfair. Right. And I'm not saying that the, even the guy that I talked to did that. But from my perspective, listening to other people, it's like I want a business coach who is going to argue with me, who, mm. who's not a business coach who is only ever business coached, but somebody who has owned a business or currently owns a business and has a perspective that's like you, where you're like, why the fuck do you, why would yeah. you do that? You're Tell already self motivated. You don't need I'm, someone to like cheer you on. Exactly. And I, and that's why I, I, you know, I have to curate my specific group of people. You've curated your specific group of people. We speak to them mm-hmm. individually to get perspective. And then we sit down and dis- distill from those individual conversations what it is we need to do. And I think a lot of times what you say aligns with what Steph says. Uh, so that's a pretty obvious, like, yeah, that's a good idea. Um, sometimes, you know, you'll – or sometimes, like, you'll say something and argue with me, and then Steph will be like, yeah, he's – I would make the same argument, right? And and I've, I don't think yet it has been different, you know, since we've been talking, and, and I don't think so, the alignment is off. Sometimes so, – so I talk with Laura maybe about – things that we're doing mm-hmm. or things that maybe you're doing and then we'll just kind of debate it out as like you know as like a thought experiment yeah but sometimes i will talk to her about things that i want to do and uh she'll ask me she'll she'll just say like what does matt think right and that, yeah, so, and that's, that's, that's like the, the trick question because i if, if she asks that i mean she knows that you probably don't agree and i'm trying to sell right. it again right right see <laughs> that's important though it is like it's important because you're 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 taking an idea and you're fleshing it out and you're trying to get it to, you know, the best possible. You know, is it worth doing? Because mm. at that point, once you have the idea, right now you have to prioritize. Like, all right, look, I'm definitely doing this project, right? And in my case, right now, um, this is where a business coach would be very helpful. I think is like once you've figured out the thing. And you've distilled it and filtered it and, and gone through like you wrote it down, you sat on it, you weighed it, you, you journaled about it, you talked to your, your, your trusted advisors, whatever you want to call them, your mastermind. You're like, okay, here's something that definitely we're going to do. How do you know when to do it? How do you know when? Like, Because you, you wrote, and I don't do this as often as well, you do. Well, hold on because yeah. I, think, I think you're skipping like a I major am skipping. Piece. Yeah. On purpose? No, I'm, I'm bringing it back to the major piece, which is like you tend to do analytical research, whereas I I really don't. It, it needs to, like, I guess, um, I feel like a lot of my ideas are driven from past results or what is working, and okay. I guess I am just very analytical, so it's how I think. Yeah. But... Uh, you know, and, and like our whole conversation this morning, and it, it, if a lot of times it almost reinforces what you already know in your gut to be yeah, true. Right. Like, and I don't know if this will be an episode ever, but for example, like our episodes are too long, and the <laughs> right. overwhelming data is that our episodes are too long. Yeah. You know, and so and um, how do we know that? Because that's what the data shows. Like, yeah. and the whole thing is like you could go into your Facebook group or whatever, and you could or you could email your list. 
And I kind of think those are bullshit sample sizes because they are maybe the loudest people or not maybe they that, feel the strongest, but it's and not. And not only that, like they care about what your response is going to be. Yeah. Right. So they don't want to offend you as a person because they look up to you. And so if I go, are my episodes too long? No one's going to be like, yeah, asshole. Make them <laughs> no, shorter. Like, I love it. I love everything like, you do. Yeah. I like, yeah, I like it. Or, you know, it, or it'll be, I'm not, yeah, not to, not to you know play god or anything but it, it they, it'll it may skew that way right right it, you won't and it's you not may not get like impartial. a partial right you may not get like a completely like yeah like um, we need at least share a few beers before <laughs> right you know, you're, that, you're, gonna, that you're ready to yeah you're ready to talk to me like you talk to me but like one of one of the things that uh IFL has always held water like trying to uh, whether it's like talking with you or just deciding like in my head you know like, why does your business want to do this? You know, mm-hmm. is is there like a business reason for this? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, anyways, sorry. How do you know that? Like, we talked about before, uh, knowing what your business does mm-hmm. is super important. Like, we, I think the book, uh, forget what episode we talked about the book Traction that I read, where you know I spent some time figuring out like what my company Ace Media, what we do. Right, because we don't. We, I mean, hot tub yoga technically would have fit in that company description, but you know, a lot of the software that I've like impulsively built um, doesn't. Right, and so once you figure out what it is that you do, like how do you, f- you know, and and you know, that's just another way of filtering the idea, right? You know, you know maybe to like back into some of some of this piece because I feel like the analytics can be really deceiving, or or perhaps like you could optimize for the wrong result so Mm -hmm. before we had mentioned like there are people in the personal finance space who are creating things to rank for for example free stickers right and i don't know maybe there's an affiliate for that that pays you know one two four dollars per person that i don't know gets free stickers from them i don't even know how that makes sense but the end of the day and so the volume is really high, actually. Which and yeah. so I can completely understand the logic of low competition, high volume, really cheap to create this thing. Like, why don't we do it, right? Because we're gonna right. get all these people, and it kind of goes back to what we'd said in the audit piece, where it just isn't so, like listen money matters isn't about free stickers or right. or like you know there's people who go for like uh, where to find the routing number on a check, you know like it's just it's just not something even though all the numbers line up it just doesn't belong on my site right it's not what i'm trying to do right and you have to know that you have to sit down and like really sit down and figure out what it is that you do which is ironically or i imagine why you don't want to post up this hot tub yoga dvd that will literally sell millions of copies (laughs) just go to swimuniversity.com slash dvd it's not even on Gumroad anymore, to be honest. Like, it's not. You can't. Don't go to that domain. It doesn't unless not exist. you go to swimuniversity.com slash DVD. <laughs> I will not put it up because you're you're right. It's what we'll it, say. Li- it literally. It- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we'll see. No, no. But like the the idea that um, you know, I one day just sat down and was like, Swim University teaches people how to take care of their hot tubs and swimming pools. Mm. So anything that does not fit in there. Like physical health. Like, yeah, I had a lot of articles about, I had an article about hot tub sex. I had an Mm. article about, you know, doing 15-minute exercises in the pool. It's like I had one about 
does your pool get rid of the help you get rid of the common or does your um yeah does your hot tub help you get rid of the common cold you know does you know should you even should you be drinking and and you know all basically health related things and mm. those things do great on pinterest and and are great uh traffic you know grabbers but then i have to create products for that and it sort of dilutes what the site is all about like it, the site isn't about that and plus and, like hot tubs are inherently bad for your health so to create contrasting yeah know. well no, I, don't like <laughs> I, was, I don't know i was just trying to be a dick sorry yeah no 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 but so now that we like so you use like all right let's say we just have an idea mm. all right how do we know and and I'm talking about a specific project, right? And I'll just give it a very, very specific example. Like I have this it's been on my plate for for years now. I want to create a video course version of my very successful uh pool handbook that I sell on some university. Like how I, do we assign value to this? And then say this is next. Exactly, because so, I know how important it is to get done. Because yeah. it's like I've I've thrown it through the ringer. It makes every piece of sense in the world to do, and which is why it's remained on the list for umpteenth months. Exactly, like ongoing. Exactly. You know, and because it's obviously not a five minute task, which is why it hasn't been completed. <laughs> exactly, which yeah, big is project. perhaps. You know, well, actually, no, time shouldn't be the major thing because then you may just do a bunch of shit that is easy but unimportant. I guess when I have discussions with Laura, uh, it often relates to to what is the dollar value. And I think one thing that often uh, gets misconstrued or, or I don't know is like if you can earn 10 more dollars, that's great. But if you could spend 10 less more dollars, that's the exact same thing. Okay. Like at the end of the day, if I get ten dollars into my pocket, if I could save or right. you know earn more or whatever, and so, um, so that that's the, that's the first piece, right? That you think about because it's business. Ultimately, right. a business's goal and is look, to it, make. It's money. many attributes to to make the decision, but that is sure. like the first one because you know what? If it's something that's making I don't know one hundred dollars a month, uh, like it's just never going to get prioritized, right? Now and then, I think the second is time because if mm. if it takes you five minutes to save ten dollars or an hour to make ten dollars, then the first thing to do is the one that'll save you the five minute ten dollar savings, right? Abs- I mean, like it's literally a multiplier on right. the money piece, or or like a divisor, divider, divide, yeah, divisor. So like, I don't, yeah, because you're right. The the the. You know, I, and the, but the thing is, is you may not know. How do you like? I don't know how much money my course is going to bring in when I launch it. Okay, so um, we and and this is like uh, a fallacy in and of itself. Uh-huh. But I, I'm sure you do it, and and I certainly do it. Is we've either looked at past successes or other people have done similar things, and I'm like, okay, we're going to send an email out. How many people are going to actually open it? Right. How many people are actually going to click on it? What percentage of those people are actually going to buy? And, and we attempt to undervalue every aspect of the chain. Mm-hmm. And then when we actually do it, we're roughly three times, we make three times less than what we expected. Right. Okay, right. <laughs> Which means we're not underestimating enough. But <laughs> Right. So, so then how do you, so what do I do? Do you even, 
How do you like you know? I'm going to create another course on Money Lab. No, it's just like this this course, this pool course I'm talking about. It's really going to happen. I'm like, it's I have like all the B roll footage filmed. Like I have the outline of it done. I just can't seem to pull the trigger on it. Uh, but if I knew maybe how much money I was going to make from it and how much time it was going to take, like maybe that would help me prioritize it a little bit more. But it's really hard to determine what that number is because it's not made yet. And you also don't know how much time it's going to take, right, to get it done. So a big project like that is tough. It's, yeah. it's also why, in my gut, I know I need to make courses, but have not been able to for for the slew of reasons. Right. Um, but you use you started using Asana. Mm-hmm. Now, because now I use Asana, it's my like thing. I've I've, I've mentioned it a million times. But you just started using it now. You use a feature in Asana that I've never used yet, mm. and maybe, maybe this is something I can use to organize, at least, or at least kind of figure out the time element of my variable, the time variable, right? Which is um, now in Asana, you can create a to-do list of things. You can create a project. So my project would be based on like a list project, not like a Kanban or cards project. Right, based on a list project of things that you need to do for one thing. So I could create a project in Asana called, you know, pool video course or whatever, and then basically lay out every single piece. Right. So typically, what happens like when and this is like not like you like this is how I've used to-do lists for time for mm-hmm. for like the whatever of time is that uh, the day I want to do something, which may even be the day I start it, is when I set the due date. Right. But in Asana, the due date can actually be a range of time. Right, it could be a finish. Because you could do a start date and an end date. Right. And so what this timeline view does is essentially gives you like a Gantt chart. Mm-hmm. And, and to give you, and I, to try and verbally describe a Gantt chart, it's essentially blocks stacked right. from left to right where dates are are the uh, like x axis right right and so uh, what happens is like you have like all these things that you want to do and they become like these blocks in the bottom of your timeline and mm-hmm. you could drag these blocks onto the timeline and so like if you have multiple people on the team like for example there's Laura and me and we have developers and we have writers and, and you have the people on your team you start to fill in people's time and then you you can see like okay i need to do this so they could start this now right and then uh you start to realize some things need to come before other things right okay right where i wound up working on the things that were in my head the most or i Uh wanted most but and i'm building this thing called lasso and i've wound up building a bunch of things that actually can't yet be used because other things need to happen (laughs) right and so, like, kind of seeing that visually has been, at least for me, super helpful. And you sat down and just put that all together. Yeah. So that you could go, okay, it's going to take, you know, two months or whatever it is to complete this And it sounds far project. harder than it is to do Yeah, to right. And then, yeah, but, yeah, Lasso is one of those projects, too, where it's like, I, you don't know how much money it's going to make. Mm. But I'm sure you've done some sort of, have you take, done any analytical research to figure out, you know, the possibilities so, um, yeah, the, I, I uh, relate it to a few other businesses or, mm-hmm. or like types. And then I, I looked at like, so for example, there's this great tool 
called bare metrics, yeah, which is essentially like analytics for your Stripe data. So if you have a, uh, a SaaS business that uses Stripe, you will cream your pants and shit your pants at the same time when you see this tool. Like yeah. I feel like it would like change your life. Um, and so, you know, they also show their data of like how much they earn and, and there's a lot of right. open startups on, on bare metrics. Yeah. But like only people who use Stripe can use bare metrics. So their income is also constrained. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I guess like they're, they're all pie in the sky estimates. Okay. I don't know. And so you have to take that you pie in the sky. Know. Okay. So you take that pie in the sky estimate and you kind of like generalize the amount of time and that's how you would you know pick it. Mm-hmm. So like if I, so in my case, like I know it's going to take me a long time, maybe two, two months, maybe three months to work on this video course. Uh, and, and you know, I would, I would look s- to other video courses that people have released. I mean, the pool space is tough because it's, well, it's I can tell narrow. you that like, well, I, I have what I have to compare it to is my book, mm. right? My books sell at a certain rate and are oh, a certain price. Dude, compare it to car videos like that are geared towards individual owners, you know, or car, well, no, I'm sorry, I, not yeah. videos, courses. Yeah. But who makes a, car course oh my god well first of all i would be shocked if there weren't courses on how to maintain like change your oil or just maintain i don't know a mazda you yeah know, that's a I, d- different type I doubt of- there are courses on that because then, I, I, i'm just speculating because then I, I think that's like a, a an opportunity i mean Perhaps. cars are pretty prolific but then there's other variables like they might not have as much traffic as i do they may not you know what their email list might be different their sales process mm. might end up being different so it would be hard to i think i have to use as much of my own data as humanly possible so like for example i could say well i have you know um, um let's just say five hundred thousand people visiting my website if i can convert one percent of those people into buyers then this is what my money would be you're raising your hand I, we're the only two talking here. <laughs> so so uh on bare metrics one of the open companies is a convert kit. Yeah. They are a SaaS business that is essentially a UI on Mailgun. Yep. Um and it shows their earnings from the beginning of like from inception till now. Yeah. And you can cut the graph any which way and the very slow growth or just I feel like the first 100 customers is the hardest part. Right. I feel like you can learn a lot from things like that. So using data like that. Mm. And the one thing, like the, sorry, I really do love bare metrics. They have this uh, blog and they obviously see data for a ton of companies. Mm-hmm. Features almost don't matter. Growth is just generally this, can, once you figure it out, it's just a consistent thing. Right. And like things I thought would push the needle often don't. But. Hmm. Well, so what? speaking of all of this, what are you working on next? What is the most? What is the biggest priority thing on your list to do? Getting Lasso on Listen Money Matters and Swim University. That then I will be able to start at least reaping yeah. some benefits. Yeah, I, I I mean if it's money based, then for me I think it's it's this freaking pool course. Mm. Like I get it done in the summertime because again that's the other part of it too. If prioritizing is like when, you know, which we didn't really talk about, but. Uh, my business is seasonal and uh, here's a great example. Like your business, like you should have a product done 
for Listen Money Matters before January 1st. Oh, that's right. Our, that's our high water. Yeah. Right. That's your that's your peak. Uh, you know, everyone's New Year's resolutions. They want to get better with money. Hey, we have this New Year's resolution. We have this course, you know, master your money, whatever the hell. Uh, for the New Year's. For the New Year's. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You can be specific if you want. Yeah. But for Swim University, it's like I need a product out before March and April, you mm. know, of, of the season because that's like when – the traffic starts to really grow, and and that's when we sell the most products and and all that stuff. So you know that's a great point on time on like timing because if it was in the middle of pool season, yeah, it wouldn't really make sense for you to work on it because it's probably pressingly urgent things that you could tweak something right. and amp revenue during high season, right? You know, hundred percent. Um, so yeah, that's that's uh, that's it. That's all I got. That was pretty good. Good. Well, I think, I, wanted- I think we still did an hour, anyways. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we can't help ourselves. Well, hey, look. It was at least we we. It was good. Yeah, I think it was Th- good. I want to thank uh, Andrew Ringa. Ah, oh, uh, sorry for my new middle name this week. This episode coming at you with a batch of greasy. So I. <laughs> So he was like, I, I was like, what? And he was like, it rhymes. I'm like, oh, okay. So like Matthew coming at you with a batch of greasy Givenisi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Andrew. If you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show, and I'm getting emails. We got topics and questions. This is great. Thank you for listening all the way through the end of this episode. <laughs> Please email me, Matt at MoneyLab.co. And when you do email me, uh, send me some new middle name suggestions, and I will try them out at the beginning of each new episode. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And wherever you do, please leave a review. I didn't even, I'm a poet, and I didn't even know I was one. <laughs> uh, if you really like this show tell your friends about it point them to your favorite episodes and hopefully they'll become a subscriber if you had to pick your favorite episode thus far of the money lab show what would it be Ooh, um i think uh, i know what it is what what the one that i, I like the, the most the book one yeah i kind of like the book one yeah i was i was bleeding a little bit you were bleeding yeah, oh, I, I thought towards the end. I mean, like, that's one of the books I recommended. Oh, not literally bleeding. No, not literally bleeding. I was like, dude, you should have called somebody. <laughs> we could have paused. Yeah, Band-Aid or maybe? Did, did it go live yet? Uh, not as of this recording. Mm. So, oh, but, but it will, but it will have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's, ah. that's, your, that's, your, that's your favorite. I don't know what mine is, to be honest. Like, can, I, can I pick your favorite since you picked my favorite? Yeah, go ahead. Your favorite is don't listen to this episode. And Probably. it's because you just love the name. I do. And then anyone who had told you about the name, I, I listened anyways. You were like, yeah. yes, yes. Exactly what I wanted <laughs> you to do. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's it. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Andrew, mm-hmm. thanks for doing this again. Thanks for being a host, co-host. Oh, show. All right. Thanks for listening. That's it. Bye. <laughs> Please tell your friends about this show.